How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Wednesday, April the 28th. It's Wednesday. We're halfway there. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's talk about some video games. Well, first, we got to talk about the video game industry because Microsoft reported on their third quarter financials. So for the three months ending March 31st, gaming revenue at Microsoft grew by 50% year over year. So Xbox is going extraordinarily well for them right now. Hardware specifically was up 232% thanks to the popularity of the Series X, although obviously it wasn't available last year during the same period, so that's where most of that growth comes from. However, the hardware isn't even the important bit. The majority of their gaming revenue, about 80%, is being driven by content and services. And considering there weren't any major titles that came out of Xbox Game Studios in that quarter, probably most of that revenue can be attributed to Game Pass. You know, with multiple different entry points into the Xbox ecosystem, Game Pass is going to be their main driver. And really what this shows is how much momentum Xbox has right now. This quarter was their best quarter three since they started tracking gaming specifically six years ago. So by the time they have first-party exclusives coming out from companies like Bethesda, I mean, they're just going to be raking in the dough, right? When Halo Infinite comes out, that's going to be a huge thing for them. So anyways, of course, super happy to see that. Uh, in the conference call, they also mentioned that Minecraft now has 140 million monthly active users, which is up 30% year over year. And again, that's just another crazy number just to see how Minecraft is continually being played by more and more people than ever before. That's not like lifetime players, that's monthly players, 140 million people. That's wild. So you might remember the latest Super Mario Party game that got released on the Nintendo Switch. And one of the big complaints about the game was that it did not have online multiplayer. Of course, no Super Mario Party has ever had online multiplayer. However, today, this title became the first, because it received a surprise update, which adds full online multiplayer. And this is to say the, the main gameplay loop, where you have multiple characters on a game board. You were previously able to play, like, mini-games and stuff like that, but most people didn't care about it. Now, the other sad part is that this iteration of the franchise is not really looked upon fondly. There's only about four boards to choose from, and there's various issues like pacing and balancing that have been common sticking points for people who have played the game. That being said, it seems like the mini-games are pretty well-liked, and maybe online multiplayer will offset some complaints. Anyway, I haven't played the game, but I do love Mario Party as a whole. I really hope that someday they go all out with it, and do something like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, where they just throw as much as they can into it. I think that would just print them money. The first major update for Monster Hunter Rise is available today. It's called 2.0, and it's going to be introducing some new endgame content for people who have already gotten there. So one of the big things is that they have uncapped the leveling system, so you can just level up infinitely. In terms of content, they're going to be returning to Elder Dragons, which are apparently some pretty tough fights. And then they've also introduced three new Apex monsters, which are more powerful alternate versions of existing monsters. Throw on some cosmetic DLC and you've got a pretty solid update. There's going to be another update happening at the end of May. It's going to be called 3.0, and that's going to bring a new story ending as well as even more monsters to fight. Pretty cool how quickly they're adding stuff to this game. Capcom's Arcade Stadium is going to be arriving on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on May 25th. So this is a game that is currently on the Nintendo Switch, and it's a collection of 32 retro arcade games from the company's catalog. And the game itself is free to download. 
And then one game from within that is uh, free to play. 1943, the Battle of Midway. And then after that point, you can purchase packs of like 10 games. And currently there's three different packs to choose from, but they say that they're adding more games in the future. So if you saw it was released for the Switch and you wanted it on another platform, there's your opportunity, May 25th. Otherwise, folks, that is all of the news that I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show. As always, I will be back with even more news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. I was super disappointed to hear about all of the Super Mario parties that have come out recently that people just aren't a fan of. Like, I know for a while there, they were making Super Mario Party games where all of the characters were in one vehicle or something like that, and you all went around the board together. When I first heard that, I was skeptical, but I was willing to give them, like, the benefit of the doubt, because if it's a cool gameplay mechanic, then why not? But then people just said, no, it's not good. And then the last Mario Party that I played was Mario Party 8 for the Nintendo Wii. It was, like, my main Mario Party game when I was a kid. And I'm looking at Wikipedia, and apparently people say that it was mixed reviews. But as a kid, I remember having a tremendous time. In fact, that might have been one of the first games that I 100%ed before there was any kind of achievement tracking system. I mean, I guess Nintendo has never had that, but... You know, in-game, they had, like, a whole bunch of collectibles and unlocks and things like that, and I never really had anybody to play Mario Party with, other than my mom, sometimes. I usually just played on my own against the AI. And, you know, the more games that you won, the more tickets that you would get, and you could spend those tickets on unlockables, and eventually I unlocked everything. Took me, like, multiple years, right? Like, that was was definitely a long-term project. But I love that game, and I love the concept of Mario Party as a whole. And if they just did it right, like, I don't know, there's so many fun things you could do with Mario Party. And they've already done with Mario Party, right? So, I don't know. One day, you know, one day we'll get the Smash Bros. Ultimate equivalent. I hope so, anyway. Actually, it's interesting. I think one of my earliest memories of playing video games is for a Mario Party game. I'm looking through some of the releases, and I do think I played it on an N64. It was with some extended family who I haven't seen a lot in my life, but based on the screenshots that I'm seeing here, I'm thinking that it might have been Mario Party 2. Maybe also Mario Party 3, but Anyway, I know a lot of people look back on those games and are like, those were the best ones, right? So I don't know why so many of the recent ones have done so poorly, if they have a winning formula, I guess. Okay, I've talked enough about this. What else can I talk about here? I guess there's not much else. I've been playing more Octopath Traveler. I'm having a great time with that. And I just finished last night A Way Out, which is the co-op game about escaping prison. It was a pleasantly surprising game. And I'm going to talk about it as a variety show this weekend. But I think that's going to be all for me. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, Back tomorrow. And until then, farewell.